But just like Donald Trump, Macho Man, I hope you're ready, brother, because Donald Trump has questions in his own mind. He sent a whole team of seismologists out here to check the foundation of the Trump Towers because when the mega powers explode off the launching pad, brother, as we erupt over the whole Atlantic City, he was worried about the foundation. He was worried that the thousands of people in the arenas might become unseated and swallowed by the earth. Donald Trump, don't worry about my Hulkamaniacs. They're survivors. They're ready. But you, macho man, I don't care where you stand. I don't care what you believe in. All I want from you is your best. Welcome to Cheap Podcast, episode number 75. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. I am your host, Dave Dungeon of Doom Rudden. I've got two guests with me. Henry, two out of three falls, Gilbert. Brett, give me my glasses, Elston. <laughs> um, it's a callback. You'll understand later. Yeah, uh, We have great wrestling this week to talk about, but I, on top of that, we're, this month is just a bounty of wrestling goodness, and one of the biggest, most entertaining things happening in the world of wrestling is Hulk Hogan's Fuck tape trial. Yeah, forget about what's going on at WrestleMania. The top match right now is Gawker versus Hulk yeah. Hogan. Uh, it's been crazy because the his his whole case hinges on him saying like, "Well, I'm not Hulk Hogan. I'm Terry Boea." Yeah. and they're making fun of Terry Terry Boea, not Hulk Hogan. In fact, they apparently have separate uh, penises. Yeah. As <laughs> as this trial as this clip from the trial indicates. You, you no, seriously, I, I do not have a 10-inch penis. No, I do not. Seriously. Jesus. You were discussing Hulk Hogan's penis. Yeah, because Terry Belay's penis is not 10 inches like you're trying to say. Weird. This is like putting the entire concept of wrestling on trial. Like, like is on trial. Yeah, yeah Cave is trial. This and, is, yeah, this <laughs> is almost, this is wrestling's, it, de- it depends on what your definition of is is. <laughs> I know, because it's, 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 when he becomes his character, his character has the backstory of having a 10-inch penis, whereas... But Gawker's whole case is how it's like, this was a, a matter of public urgency yeah. and, and importance that we need to see we have we have to get this information out there and it, and there was some story about how even the jurors in the room were like laughing it's like yeah. no it isn't so like yeah. I, I don't know how this gets well, out where like, they the- win because it's like <laughs> yeah he said some nasty stuff some like mm-hmm. bad things but that's still a private thing that was then yeah. leaked and then they're the ones who chose to share it everywhere <sighs> I don't. I, I think he's wrong, but like I think there's a, something. There. I also, you know, what? let me pull it up here. Actually, the Hogan thing too is like he's saying, "Oh, I'm separate from this guy." You came in costume, like he's mm. wearing his Hulk costume. Like a dude, Terry Bollea. Does he also wear bandanas all so. the time yeah. and not even uh, a suit, yeah. but like yeah. a t-shirt? Like, mm. come yeah. on. I think so. I think he does. Uh, no, man, that's terrible. But okay. The, meanwhile, the Gawker guys weren't doing themselves any favors either. This was a a really vile quote mm. from yesterday, which was uh, them saying that posting the video uh, of people having sex is it's to, it's newsworthy. It's yeah. always newsworthy, and the lawyer asked mr delario mm. can you imagine a situation where a celebrity sex tape would not be newsworthy 
If they were a child, Mr. Delario replied. Under what age, the lawyer pressed. Four. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Like other than that, newsworthy. Yeah. Like the world needs to see this. But it's like, like it's like that's it's not heavy. It's man. like it's not for this case. It's it's like what was the what was the news that like people needed to know? Yeah. And Brett, you have a degree oh. in journalism. You're, you're the expert yeah. here. Well, it doesn't matter compared to what uh, Gawker had to say there. Some of these won't seem as outlandish, but uh, this is kind of par for the course for Hulk Hogan. I, I wrote a top seven that collected his seven most insane on-TV wrestling moments. Mm-hmm. And during the course of that, I also ha- I, I found a few audio clips that kind of convey how crazy some of the stuff he did in his career. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to do this a little bit differently than that list, uh, which you can read on lasertimepodcast.com. Oh. Um, I'm going to go in uh, chronological order because it seemed like the crazy got crazier pretty, each yeah. year. But I mean, the the very first thing, what like what had to end his first WWF title reign, which started in 1984, went to 1988. Yep. Four years, the first three WrestleManias, you would expect something big to have to like happen for him to finally to lose that title. Him he, yeah, that, he beat yeah. like Andre the Giant and King Kong Bundy. What's gonna beat him? The most convoluted match ending I've ever seen. Uh, Here is Hulk Hogan describing it, and bless him that he could because it's so stupid. (laughs) Never in my wildest dreams, me, Gene, would I think that I would get ripped off by a penny-pinching two-timing referee. How much money on the plastic surgery? How much money did he spend to pay the referee off when I turned around, me, Gene? They were identical. Identical. Uh, man, it's uh, gonna pass out. Yeah. Well, and for Hogan mm-hmm. to get out of that pin too, he had to make sure like his arm lifted up higher than yeah. ever to get out of that thing. But yeah, that was on one of the highest yeah. rated wrestling matches of all time yeah. on television. Saturday so, night's yep. main event, the WrestleMania three rematch. And yeah, it was uh Earl Hebner was the evil twin yeah. to Dave Hebner. Yep. And who came in and counted the three. Yeah. And then that's when Andre the Giant uh, gave over the tag team champions. The, he gave the, the tag champion back to the really nice you making fun of a dead man like that. I did re I rewatched it to get, you know, the clip and to get context for it. This is the biggest thing that ever happened to WWE on television. It is so fucking, like, beyond the stupid ending, mm-hmm. they have, like, two minutes left in the show, and they're like, we have to have, like, Hogan explain this. We also had another match that just, like, ends up, we're in the middle of a match. That's it for tonight. Bye-bye. Wow. Uh, and, like, during the entrances, Hogan's being interviewed. It's like, you, what? Like, <laughs> that's really weird. Yeah, and, and Dick Ebersole just cut him off there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was, and that was all just to set up the... Biggest WrestleMania yeah. ever in the hugest yeah, place, yeah, yeah. Atlantic Trump, City, yeah. Trump Plaza. <laughs> uh, so let's move on to, I believe, 1990, uh, another giant adversary for Hogan to overcome, box office failure. Kind of. <laughs> in one of the weirdest, I remember this happening when I was nine years old and thinking like, uh, okay, wrestling must be fake. Because uh, when after filming No Holds Barred and it kind of bombed in theaters... His main enemy in that movie, Zeus, <laughs> comes to the WWE to challenge him, saying that like he w- shouldn't have gotten top billing despite the fact that and that they re- he's Hulk Hogan and you're Zeus. Well, so. and also the actor who played the jerk ass guy appeared in yeah. character too and said like oh. we had arrangements, we had agreements. He, Zeus was supposed to win at the end of this movie, yeah. not Hulk. They like he's trying to say like Vince McMahon yeah. or the WWF 
tricked them and yeah. recut the movie. I saw that movie twice in the theaters. Wow. Because I <laughs> 20 saw 20 years apart. I saw it no, I saw it in the same weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. so I've seen it 3 times in the theater. Wow. So both times you went, how many people were there with you? So the first time I remember there being a lot. Wow. Because I mean, I'm in the Midwest, so mm-hmm. it's a wrestling, why not? But then it was like two days later on Sunday afternoon, and I was at a friend's house, and her, his mom came in. And was like, oh, you guys want to go see that wrestling movie? And my friend immediately was like, yeah! And I'm kind of like, well, you're, you're, you're young enough at that point. Just being yeah. at a friend's house is fun. So you're yeah. like, yeah, I'll go again. I'm a kid. I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So all this all culminated in a tag team match. Uh, I, I actually recommend looking up this video because it's, like, friggin' amazing. It's uh, Randy Savage oh, and Zeus. Yes. And wow. Sensational Sherry doing an interview, but they have the old school WWE cages. They're behind like the, the blue yeah, cages. Big blue so cages. Bizarre. They're like hanging onto it and yelling through it, <laughs> which it like for a kid, I thought like, how are they doing Sherry's that? Sherry's like climbing it yeah. as they're talking. But it's, She's like, Shh. There's probably two sad stagehands at the side just like <laughs> looking on like, well, are you guys done? It's so great. Uh, so me, the, the the weirdness of this is the movie became life. Yeah. So the yeah. character Zeus yeah, shows yeah. up to wrestle Hogan, yeah. and he is treated like the most unstoppable yeah. thing Hogan has ever faced. So this match took place on pay per view <laughs> in a back to back showing with the movie. Yeah. It's called No movie. Yeah No Holds Barred the movie the match, <laughs> and this is part of the interview for the movie the match. Hulk Hogan machine here. This is my Mister No Referee. I am going to destroy you. Oh, you bucomaniac! This Wednesday. It happens. Yeah. Doesn't it happen? Doesn't it happen? You don't know where I'm going to be, Hogan. No. Jesus Christ, they sound insane. Or they're all fucking. Like, this sounds sounds incredible. (laughs) They gotta get the title out. That is that is like uh, Adam Sandler's Are They Working Out? Yes, are they doing a wrestling promo or are they just like double teaming all three of them somehow like how there's nine people yeah. involved in that orgy I, I, I bet Sherry be up for that mm-hmm. she's she, she's yeah. she looks down to clown uh-huh. uh, well yeah. not anymore because she's dead that yeah. I meant it the time <laughs> okay uh, and that was also one of those classic tag team cage matches which means when one guy leaves then you have two on one and then it's easy yeah. for the you, like tag teams have to leave at the same time if yeah. you're gonna leave a cage match yeah and this was also weird in that like he was literally like a a video game boss turned wrestler. Like, can't you can't just fully attack him head on. You got to find the weakness, which was like I, you had scratched his eye. Like that's what Hogan did. He scratched his which eyes. Is cheating. And that gave him enough weakness for Hogan to like finally. Well, it's like Streets of Rage, your final fight. Yeah. You have to approach him slightly at an angle, yeah. and then you can hit him just fine. Because otherwise, he'll shoot your guns, his yeah. guns at you. Yeah. Originally, and, uh, the plan was he was going to be the WrestleMania Six main event, yeah. Hogan and Zeus, God. and they uh, oh. they chose to not yeah. do that. And that's when they're like, you know what? It's <laughs> time to retire old Hulk and put <laughs> it on the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> when Hogan went to WCW. Surprisingly, things got stupider. <laughs> well, uh, in Hogan at WCW, his first three years there, or two years there, he's like, what if every story I did in WWF, we did it again? Yeah. And just did it in one more, what with if, other guys. What if I brought all my friends with me? Yeah. We got them money. Yeah. What if we did that? So some of them are actually referenced in this, but this, I'm going to go ahead and, I, it, it did rank number one on the, on the list, is the stupidest thing Hogan, Hogan ever did. It was yeah. his feud with the Dungeon of Doom, who are basically a, 
group of monsters will have a month. A monster lair where they hang out. It becomes Power Rangers, which was very yeah. popular at the time. So I think they were just like, yeah. maybe somebody in in, in uh, Warner or yeah. TBS television just said, this is for kids, like yeah. Power Rangers. So let's just have a super villain send monsters against yeah. Hulk Hogan. And it becomes the worst thing ever. Is this where I, he goes to like a different world or something? Yes. Yeah. And, uh, here's that. <laughs> There's no Hulkamaniacs here. <laughs> I've never been here before. Thank you for establishing. This is my favorite line. Ah, it's not hot. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this place? <laughs> uh, I know you. You tore behind the demise of Hulkamania. <laughs> I know about the Zodiac. <laughs> Jesus. I know about Bruce the dangerous Kamala. Also in WWE. Hell yeah. I know about the man-eater. The shark. But Instant Stone is a legacy. The immortality of Hulkamania. And you too will be buried beneath that. It was, yeah, real up. You have to picture, so he's in like Ed Wood's okay. set. Yes. Yeah, with like neon colors yeah. and like fog machine yeah. and like styrofoam rocks. It's 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 one of those great Tumblr jokes where it yeah. just shows closed captioned Hulk in his bright yellow outfit yeah. with mist everywhere mm-hmm. and one of the one of the you know pictures is closed captioned there's no Hulkamaniacs anywhere. The next one is like, what is this place? And then the picture is captioned, Pan's Labyrinth 2006. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's real bad. And like he's yelling this to uh, Kevin Sullivan, who has got these weird face tattoos, and the master, who is like... Prince is dad, yeah. and a million years old, who would be dead in like two he years. He looked real old. He looked yeah. like Sub-Zero from uh, Running Man yeah. if he was just like caked in dust and he like could 30 only years sit older. Down, like, yeah. he would but like also though in that scene it ends with the giant breaking through yeah. a wall Kool-Aid Man style <laughs> aka Big Show and attacking Hogan. Now my point when I saw that I was like well then what they've got him cornered in a cave yeah. just murder Hogan here don't just threaten him and wrestle him. We gotta him. do it in the ring. I remember when I, when I watched this happen and uh, the giant broke through I said, please retire. <laughs> the Ke- the Kevin that, uh, Sullivan is so weird because he is he is like the most Brooklyn guy. Yeah. Ever. I'm Kevin Sullivan, and I worship the devil. They'll die. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy. That ouch, it's not hot. Yeah, is such a Goonies two NES translation yeah. thing of like ouch, <laughs> ouch. What do you do? Uh, Lost and, in translation. And so then, what the Dungeon of Doom teams up with the Z Master, Ye- right? Yeah, that's Zeus coming back as Z Gangsta. Z Gangsta in a cage match. It's it's two men. It's Hogan and Macho against eight men so it's the four horsemen mm-hmm. and the dungeon of doom but it also includes z gangsta the yeti who is like this big guy it's not even a yeti he's a big the t-shirt mummy. store yeah he's yeah. a big mummy ultimate solution i know yeah not ultimate ooh. solution but he was first ooh. called the final solution, solution. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then the ultimate solution and then the and then arn and rick flair yeah. in the bottom of the cage yeah and they beat all all yeah. of them in a way that they don't even know how to beat them. Like, Macho has yeah. to go back in the ring to win because they're like, no, no, yeah. no, That's they have to remind him how the match ends. They were also called the Alliance Mines. to Eliminate Hulkamania, yep. which is heat backwards. Uh, Get it? It's yeah. pretty great. And also, during this match, Brutus Beefcake comes out as a character named the Booty Man no. and uh, hands them frying pans to hit oh. their enemies with. Yep. It's... 
uh, the worst we might match have to do commentary ever. on it just because it's that yeah, bad. Yeah, it's one of the worst matches of all time in a real, like, professional matches yeah. of people. But his other, one of his other worst matches of all time came as a result of, of another absolutely stupid angle where the Ultimate Warrior came back to mm. WCW. This is great. It, for, for Hulk, it was just to get that win back because he never did. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, so yeah, Hulk Hogan lost clean yeah. to Warrior, didn't like it. As he said, speaking of him in trials, he said under oath he shouldn't have lost yeah. at uh, Warrior that time. <laughs> and everybody was more interested in me losing than Warrior winning, which mm-hmm. was a fucking lie. Yeah. yeah, so he was able to use Ted Turner's money mm-hmm. to pay Warrior, J- formerly Jim Helwig, oh, yeah. who had gone crazy and disappeared, to pay Warrior a crazy sum of money to mm-hmm. wrestle for basically eight weeks yeah. and then disappear and yeah. never come back. And Warrior, in his video that was released on his death, mm-hmm. uh, he said, I would have never, t- if I knew how it was going to end, I would have never taken that yeah. money. Like, he didn't need that money. Yeah. This does lead it. up to what... what uh, this was the clone saga for me mm-hmm. uh, to make a comic book reference uh, on a wrestling show where it was this convoluted, mm-hmm. hard to follow, yeah. one warrior nation. Yeah. Does he have crazy powers like you're going to the clip yep. where he sees him in a mirror and he's a, yeah. he's an apparition slash yeah. a, a force of nature. But then he's also not. And then a Halloween Havoc, which then looks just like a prom set because yeah. the, the budget is somehow still super low. Mm. It looks like target it probably looks like yeah. it costs like it probably actually costs like eight times. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Like it and then they have they have one of this terrible match. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need to watch this anymore. <laughs> well, that I didn't even. Well, OK, so the the, yeah. the most stupid scene was that apparition in. The, yeah, in the let mirror. me let me play that for you guys. You saw him come in here. It's that warrior. Look, look at that. The announcers are talking about how they can see him. Look at He's in the wall. He's in the mirror. Eric doesn't see him. Eric Bischoff is there, but he doesn't see him. So really, the only person who looks like an idiot in this is Eric Bischoff, because he can't see what the entire world sees. <laughs> well, yeah. that has, well, actually, the death of WCW explains how this is wrong on every level. So Hogan sees it, <clears throat> the audience sees it, and the announcers yeah. see it. Eric Bischoff doesn't yeah. and pretend so seemingly Eric Bischoff is crazy but then it disappears but Hogan is still acting like he sees uh. it and then <laughs> well then who is seeing like yeah. who's crazy here everybody and that also feels like one of those moments where they liked doing that on WCW of never telling the announcer stuff mm-hmm. so they'd get pure reactions uh. to the surprises and when really they should have told the announcers exactly what to do in yeah. this dramatic scene. Like, yeah. maybe just don't talk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so on top of that, he also did dumb things like he turned Hogan's friend Brutus Beefcake, uh, like, evil, just... Or not evil, but he turned him to his side with just his powers. Mm-hmm. He was able to uh, emerge from nowhere with just, like, smoke pluming. And that has actually it led to a series of events that killed the British Bulldog because yep. he needed a trapdoor to, to get in the ring... Nobody uh, was made aware where the trapdoor was, so uh, British Bulldog got slammed on it, gave him a, like a terrible back injury that he needed painkillers for. That and eventually uh, gave yeah. him a staph infection that put him in a full body yeah. cast. Oh, and God. though he recovered from that, it eventually took him to the grave, like the painkiller yeah. addiction. Jesus. And also it injured and ended the career of Viano 4 of the Vianos, ah. which, uh, you know, 
more important in Mexico mm-hmm. than to, to Mexican fans of us. Uh, so now is the post-WCW era of Hogan. We've got a couple more uh, stupid clips. This one, I, I there was some debate about it. I think, like, it, it does kind of work as a joke. I think there's some humor in it, but it doesn't make sense. It, it was kind of dumb for the WWE to, like, take the character of Hulk Hogan away. It just mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to, not like, not advertise Hulk Hogan being around. And Hulk not realizing, like, this might have a long tail. He left in the middle of this angle where he he played a character called Mr. America. Hulk Hogan was banished from TV. Mr. America was uh, uh, Stephanie McMahon bringing Hogan back in a covert way that uh, pissed off Vince. And, uh, While Hogan was on SmackDown. This is yeah. the brand split era. Yeah, so at the peak of this... Hogan has to submit, or sorry, Mr. America has to submit to a lie detector test, and I just love the idea of a lie detector <laughs> test happening on WWE SmackDown because it sounds like this. Mr. America, are you Hulk Hogan? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, brother. <laughs> Not a lie, it means he's telling the truth, sir. The hell he's telling the truth! Mr. America, are you Hulk Hogan? So they re-ask no. it. <laughs> I just love how they have that audible Ask dig. It's Hogan, 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 Hogan! No, 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 no! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and now they'd have to declare a winner of the, uh, of the lie detector test. What the hell's going on? What's going on, Mr. McMahon, is that Mr. America has passed this lie detector test. All right! <laughs> <laughs> music they really need that's, to do this more. I mean, so I that's guess a fun com- comedy. Yeah. But that's, that's not that bad, yeah. yeah. But it was also at the end of... Hogan came back for kind of, a, what, a year and a half, pretty much? Mm-hmm. He wrestled at, at the WrestleMania 18 yeah. and WrestleMania 19 in not that good of a Vince mm-hmm. Hogan match. And then they kind of, like... Kill, had him killed off mm-hmm. by Brock, and I think he didn't like losing to Brock. He was yeah. he was losing way more. Like I was impressed at the time. Mm-hmm. Like Hogan's losing a lot. Yeah. He's never put over these many people. Yeah. But yeah. I think they find he finally got to the end of his rope of like I'm not losing this much. Yeah. Uh, so this leads to uh, completing every one of his stops. When Hogan went to TNA, Ugh. mostly because it was Worst years it of, was of like Vince Russo is. He, he's done some really terrible angles, but they never veer into, like, this is, like, stupid superhero stuff happening right now. Though there was one instance where Hulk Hogan really bent the laws of reality for a storyline. <laughs> and pe- some people say this is a motivational thing, but I think the way that it's presented makes you think that, uh, in this case, Hulk Hogan giving away his Hall of Fame ring, uh, which he says has magical powers. You know who Superman is? Yes, sir. Well, he's got a cape. Yes. Makes him real powerful. Do you know who Popeye is? Yes, Well, he's got that, yeah, the can of spinach. Makes him real, real strong. Is that what I think it is? Yeah. Do you know what this is? This is Hulk Hogan's Hall of Fame ring, brother. Can't say where it's from. This is my life. Everything. Yeah. This is everything. This is the only thing that never left me. This is the only thing that's always been with me. What? This is yours. What? This will give you the power of the universe. This 
will make you the strongest mortal man on this earth. Yes, sir. Mm. Again, borderline mm. uh, fucking again. That guy has yeah. having an orgasmic reaction to getting yeah. old Hulk. Who is yeah. Abyss, Abyss? Who is basically mankind? Yes, but a little taller, less fat. Not yeah, as good. and, and also they, not as good. Also, yeah. yeah, every time he does an interview, it sounds like he's slightly ejaculating. But did he say that Superman's cape is what gives Superman yeah, his power? That's <laughs> I don't like bit, that either. Yeah. But like the, uh, the one thing where it's like it's the sun, right? Yeah. But also, like that line is terrible because it's backwards. Like yeah. this was the thing that was always been with me no you got it a few years ago yeah. this was the thing that got me through all these things no you got it at the end of your career yeah. you never had it during Hulkamania yeah like it doesn't make sense but it also is just TNA in a, in yeah TNA in a nutshell just like yeah. well this, these WWE guys they're gonna make yeah. us important like yeah. no I, I heard this clip I didn't find but I had heard that Hogan said on his trial he referenced TNA as uh, he was referencing something from his TNA days and he said something to the effect of uh, but it's a small thing in Florida. You probably yeah. haven't heard of it. Which is just like such a <laughs> wow. dick move. Like yeah. they paid him millions yeah. to act like they're a big deal, yeah. and just it's, yeah. I mean, this was literally like the case of TNA making a big thing out of WWE. Like this is his WWE ring. It's yeah, so important. It's so weird. Like the few times they, they take somebody buried and, yeah. it instead. Yeah. I mean, the one thing TNA does well now is when they get WWE guys, they mold them into something new, like EC3. And Drew Galloway, like, they are better off now than they were in WWE because they're treated like jokes in WWE. Now mm. they, like, b back then it was like, this guy is WWE's best, and that means he's the best overall. Not better than any, like, schlub we've got, and... Giving a ring to our schlub makes him a, yeah. a, a main. And Rob Van Dam's going to come in and yeah. pin AJ Styles. Yeah. And, and now Austin Aries is in NXT. Yeah. yeah. Well, meanwhile, who is left in TNA? Like they got some people, but uh, they just lost uh, Kurt Angle, who was one of the few WWE guys that actually did mm. help TNA. Still like ODB and Gil uh, mm. Kim. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, by the way, you said Vince Russo. He is the worst, and I, mm. I would say there is. Not even Hogan, it was a Russo thing, but Hogan's last thing in WCW mm -hmm. with Vince Russo where he pinned Jeff mm -hmm. Jarrett and then just left and then Vince Russo's like, I'll go in the goddamn <laughs> grave if that bald mm -hmm. son of a bitch ever comes back here. And I, I gotta tell you, I listened to, I, I wanted to listen yeah. to his Stone Cold podcast, but like five minutes in, it's just like, your voice is the most <laughs> grating voice in the world, like... Bro, let me yeah. tell you, Steve, you know as well as I do. <laughs> is this Trump? Like, the fact <laughs> of the matter is, it's just he always is bloviating yeah. and like not getting to the point. He just yeah. and and also he tells these stories that are like I've heard three versions of this story in your life from you, Vince yeah. Russo. Yeah. Like this yeah. is your newest version. And when you say something like Vince hired me to be mm -hmm. the writer and they fired me any week because Steph is told him what to do and these kids don't know what to do. I mean, in the room was uh, P.S. Michael Hayes and <laughs> Paul Heyman, but they didn't know. Like, no, sorry, Vince <laughs> Russo. Paul Heyman alone is a better writer than you're in yeah. Like, no. I couldn't find a good audio for it, but one thing that you had mentioned before, like when I was coming up with the list, was pretty great. Like, uh, I remember it vividly as a kid, but Hulk Hogan getting squashed butt splashed by the earthquake yes. and then tugboat yeah tugboat comes on tv and says like please hulk hogan needs your support send him letters it's like this guy's just taking a fucking vacation you don't need yeah. to send him letters but like tugboat like has his hat in his hand yeah. and he's crying like hogan <laughs> oh, really needs my friend hogan. 
And he's still around. He was just yeah. on the uh, Edge and Christian show yeah. doing wow. the uh, yeah. doing the, the Shockmaster Shock again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I didn't know that there was a UFC fighter that did a Shockmaster entrance once to ah. weigh in. Like, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Sorry. Uh, the UFC was an all right this yeah. weekend, by the way. That's fake fighting. Oh, We're last, talking about WWE now. Well, last thing yeah. about Hogan. Did you know that Sting is the only person who Hogan, who's beaten Hogan whose Hogan has never ah. really officially beat? Huh. Except for when the Except- referee counted a clean three yeah. in that match. That was officially <laughs> yeah. a fast three, so yeah. technically Hogan has never beaten him. Yeah, that's... Those, that's a dumb Hogan topic for another day. That's our, our culmination of Hulk Hogan's stupidity throughout the years. Again, if you want to like read more about this, I wrote 2,500 w- words about Hulk Hogan's stupidest moments. Yeah. You read it on LazerTimePodcast.com. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so check right. that out. But we'll be right back with uh, talk about This Week in Wrestling. Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling will return after these messages. everybody it's me the raccoon that lives under chris's porch and if you don't know enough for that to strike fear into your heart then boy are you in for a treat because i am here as always to promote video game apocalypse laser times weekly show about all things old and new in the world of video games here's a little sample oh you don't get a uh the diglet in this one i don't know i i know he's in both but still like <laughs> no not my diglet but like that's kind of arbitrary. Like, oh, you just decided to put this content in this one and this content in this one. But if you make one that is for people who don't know jack squat about the series and then one for people who love the series, that's that's better than... That's a good entry point for some people, and it's a good way for... I'm Fire Emblem <laughs> Fats, and I'm only concerned about the why am I playing a game about fantasy warriors it's the cornerstone of the blues (laughs) I just want to see a Pokemon gotta catch them all (laughs) (laughs) Ryan did that Uh, one I feel like I need another you win the blue healing competition yeah I haven't done any of the I've no, been I can't. I see. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, for gotta weeks. get it from the gut, Dave. No, it really is all about doing a fat Albert. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I'm a rich. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, hold on. According to your logic, I'm 20 rapists. I need the voice of everyone in the junkyard gang. I'm, I'm Donald. I'm Rudy. I'm... That's a deep Fat Albert joke. Um, I apologize. Oh, God. That's Vigil Game Apocalypse every Friday on the Laser Time Network. Welcome to the Break for Cheap podcast. I hope you enjoyed all of that Hulk Hogan insanity in the first segment and the insanity from another Laser Time show in the uh, preceding ad. But I want to tell you about some of the the weird stuff that's been on uh, 
Laser Time's YouTube page as of late. The most insane Marvel trailer of all time. Just going to go ahead and say that. The biggest movie trailer since Star Wars. Uh, we did a big reaction video. We broke it down scene by scene, shot by shot. All the crazy minutia you could think of we point out in that video. There's also Twisted Metal 3 endings. Man, you want to talk Dungeon of Doom. This this video has some of the worst CGI, worst special effects, and dumbest plot twists. It's hilarious, and we react to every single ending from that weird, weird game. There's Superman on the NES, which pretty much breaks every rule. You thought Hulk Hogan mentioning his cape gave uh, Superman powers was stupid. This has... Superman taking a train and other assorted idiocy. And then there's The Division. There's a live stream of that that somehow transforms uh, everyone into dude bros. It's hilarious. I recommend you check all that stuff out at youtube.com slash network. You can support Insanity like this by joining LazerTime's Patreon, patreon.com slash LazerTime. Donating at the $5 level gives you a weekly bonus podcast and a weekly movie commentary. At the $10 level, you get... You get bi-weekly comic book TV show commentaries and and bi-weekly pro wrestling match commentaries. You better believe we're going to have some more uh, WrestleMania matches going up to the big event. But if you can't do that, we have Amazon ads all across the site. Click on any of them, and whatever you buy during that transaction throws a few dimes our way, and we really appreciate that. And I really appreciate you listening to this break. Let's get back to Cheap Popcasts. Now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Welcome back to Cheap Popcast. Let's go through this week in wrestling. We each pick one thing from uh, the respective wrestling shows. Uh, and every week I draw the short straw and get raw. But I think actually, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. This week raw was better than your guys' stuff. I don't think it I, was, but it was a good show. It was so good. In fact, I had trouble picking between two particular segments. Very close to choosing the New Day versus uh, Y2AJ. Oh, that was which, the best segment. But it... The one thing that worries me is that it kind of seems like booking in circles. Like, we've already had AJ Styles versus Jericho, and I kind of don't want to see it yeah, again. Jericho wasn't appealed. Yeah. Was two good guys. I don't want to see this going into WrestleMania. Which also, the New Day went over clean, which I think yeah. they're pretty much good guys now yeah. since they're facing the League of Losers on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pay-per-view in quotes. Special event. But, yeah, I'd have to go with the, the Neville versus Kevin Owens match, which I thought was just good in general. Mm-hmm. And like the tag team match, I wasn't 100% sure. Like, you know what? Neville Neville could win this. He's 
He's always at that level where he could just like slightly bump up and get a He's win. He's at the Neville level. Yeah. He should be the U.S. champion. I wish he was yeah. in the Kalisto position because he could be putting on better matches. Yeah. And even with Ryback, of all people. But yeah, like that was a great match. And mm-hmm. Owens wins with some trickery. And then we get... My favorite part of Raw, which oh, is, oh, yeah. oh, which, oh, which I they've done it a few times, so it like kind of lost its luster. Like yeah. he's had two or three matches that are just like here yeah. he is one night, and now he's gone. Now he's injured, or now he's he's, he's in the Rumble. Yeah, that was really good. It yeah. was a really good moment. The look on Kevin Owens' face yeah. sold it. That was great. I also did love in the Neville match. He put on JBL's hat mm-hmm. to then do a big <laughs> clothesline. Ah. I like that a lot. Yeah, the it was a good match. Well, I mean, it was a good match with a great ending and this was just a raw where it felt like a lot of stuff happened that especially seeing Sami Zayn show up it did take some of the uh, out of his NXT episode I think just a little bit but they made up a lot of ground with the whites too with the main event Mm -hmm. Uh, Bray like actually touching the belt and looking like a badass whereas like the last few weeks he hasn't they're only doing that so he can be myrtleized by Brock on at Roadblock I mean the, the raw still has like the most like stupid dead points like when it's a show that's three hours that's mm-hmm. gonna happen but the amount of stuff that happened especially because i watched it on hulu where they cut it down to 90 minutes it worked for me do you think it's gonna be an own zane solo match at mania i wish it would be but i don't think it is i think that they realize that roster is so depleted that like they need enough big things and like a rivalry that's been going on for 15 years that's that but- is enough to be on its own match and then you can make the united states Match I, feel big like, I feel like the way they're doing it is the goofuses are all around the icy belt. Like, you've got Zane who can get in a multi man match along with Miz and Ziggy. Uh, and then perhaps AJ and Y2J, or else they'll just be in a separate match uh, with some sort of gimmick. Well, meanwhile, they're making it pretty clear Ryback and Kalisto for like a five-minute nothing yeah. at uh, the pay-per-view or something. Ugh, it it Those, doesn't make yeah. sense. Everyone in that area is like, it's very tense. Like, you could easily make them all U.S. You could easily make them all the United, uh, IC. It's kind of... and it does, But there's no up-and-down momentum. Like, they're all yeah. just in the same kind of just slush. Well, meanwhile, I, I also... One other thing I want to say about Raw is that... Triple H sold the dirty deeds like nobody's business. Like, he was like, I'm unconscious from this finisher, which instead of it being something you can kick out of it too, like Roman Reigns does, Mm -hmm. Triple H was just like, I'm dead. This DDT got me. His cell made it look better than it actually should because it's just a DDT, really. I mean, he moves his leg and stuff. Uh, It's a showmanship. Yeah. All right, Brett, a very tough choice. (laughs) What was the the best match on NXT? Well, (laughs) I I kind of feel like if there was even one other match to choose from, I would have chosen the other way. Yeah. Uh, You guys don't know what good wrestling is. No, it was an hour-long match, so it was just the Zayn and Samojo Mm -hmm. two out of three falls. I've seen two out of three falls matches yeah. that were way better than this. Yeah. This was too slow for too long, uh, and it, was it also del- was like deliberate. I know it's deliberate, yeah. and they. I feel like they made the wrong call. I've seen mm. two out of three falls that are not that boring. I've also seen this was yeah. kind of boring. For thirty of those forty-five minutes, were not yeah. interesting. And yeah. I've because seen, I've also yeah. seen them wrestle <laughs> six times this year. Yeah, it's not an exciting. It's not an exciting times. scenario. Yeah. So, and the fact that he's just on Raw. And it's like, and this was re- this was filmed a while ago. Yeah. I think even prior to, yes. actually, it was prior to Rumble because he still had his chest hair. Yeah. Which he so shaved everything off about it was like, guys, I I try real hard to avoid spoilers. I try real hard just to 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 not think too hard about NXT and just enjoy yeah. it. But this is one of those things where I'm like, you have drugged this out for months. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and it, I'm kind of yeah. bu- I'm kind of burned out and. 
Just get Samoa Joe. Like, get yeah. it, get it, it move it on, move it along. Well, it also just feels the, the bummer to me is that it's just like Finn's last real challenge was mm. Samoa. So, yeah. the, and then we wait four months for yeah, it to be yeah. Samoa Joe again. Again, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's not <clears throat> the outcome's not all that exciting, and because <clears throat> I've seen that match as well. Mm-hmm. The match itself, when it when it when it heats up, it was fine. Yeah. But I feel like I've seen most of those spots, most yeah. of that stuff already unfold. So like, and there was nothing in it that I took away as like a, wow, that happened. Yeah. It was like I've seen each of these individual spots and matches already between them, and then they, now they're all in one long match. Yeah. And well, because of that, I didn't get to see anyone else wrestle this week. So yeah. you know, spoilers. But this is not Sami Zayn's final NXT mm-hmm. match. But I did see it as Sami Zayn putting over somebody who's staying in right, NXT yeah. while he goes away. That's all. And yeah, so yeah. it was just to establish, like, Samojo is that big of a threat. He probably, now it's feeling like he is going to unseat Finn and yeah. Finn's going to go to Raw. That seems what, like what will happen. And if so, then he's the monster champ who's mm-hmm. defending for some months until somebody like Shinsuke Nakamura beats yeah, him. Yeah, like, it'll be the next hero. That, that could be really yeah. cool. I'd be into that. But, yeah. you know, I, I get it. It. I liked how I liked how slow paced it was. I liked them stretching it out and getting into like a bunch of moves. There was there was about ten minutes that was just like, all right, we're, he's almost counted out. Nope, Z- Sammy's up. Yeah. He's almost yeah. counted out. Sammy's up. But when he got up at three in the standing ten mm-hmm. count, that was a cool moment. Yeah, like, that was there exciting. Were, the falls are really good. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't like, say like the whole thing yeah. was not exciting. It's just. I think they could have done that in 30 minutes and not had the whole episode be yeah. that. Yeah. But, okay, though, I also wanted to say they one thing they did great mm-hmm. was that they they kept implying that there were more matches coming yeah. and that they wanted to trick you into yeah. thinking it was going to end earlier, which yeah. I like that. They should yeah. be doing that more often. Yeah, and, at first I was upset because I was like, Lol, they for like <laughs> they ran out of time and like oh they don't they kept saying matches that weren't in the show boy I bet they look like idiots and I'm like oh I see but I get it now and that's, but they didn't have uh, graphics made so that's like yeah. what wouldn't you have a they oh you always yeah. have graphics made well so. and also liked the um it was clearly recorded a while ago but yeah. uh, oh, the ADR? it was race recent voiceover yeah. where they were saying like that's just like Conor McGregor yeah. like Holly yeah. Holm man and it, yeah. Sammy's coming to a two with a rear naked choke I really yeah. like that bit. And them even saying, like, Sammy's real tired. He was just on Raw, and yeah. now he's doing this. Yeah, I like, thought the announce team does a great job of, of, of keep, I love those keep, two together. Keep, keeping you interested yeah. in the match, constantly reinforcing who they are and what, why they're fighting, mm-hmm. how it plays into the wider story. Like, they're great. That, that part's great. It's just I've seen these guys wrestle too many times, too recently even. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not, not even like, oh, they've wrestled a lot over the past year. It's like in 2016, yeah. they've wrestled a lot. I also like that Atami was at ringside, so that, that yeah. means they're not Daniel Brining him. Yeah, like, he's not I, like, forget I, he exists. Something's wrong. Yeah, I'm worried he's been out for a real yeah. long time, like yeah. longer it's than almost a year now. Right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Lucha Underground. So there were a couple good matches on mm-hmm. it, and including a nunchuck fight in a bathroom, which is pretty <laughs> cool. Christ. It's such a ridiculous. The name is available. With, that ended with neon nunchucks from yeah. outer space, <laughs> uh, and I. Did like the match with Taya and Cage, mm-hmm. but quick thing about intergender matches, like, still don't feel comfortable seeing man beating up woman, and it turns into this thing where, like, I agree, objectively, mm-hmm. if you're being, you know, egalitarian about yeah. it, like, yeah, a woman can face a man, yeah. and if she's in good shape and they're in good shape, they can have a reasonable match. It's not that a man would always beat a woman. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not reality. But... 
when you're in storytelling, it turns into a thing of like, this man is dominating this woman. Yeah. And especially like Cage is supposed to be the good guy, but it's like, you're a monster man beating up this woman who, while in good mm-hmm. shape, looks like a toothpick next to mm-hmm. you. And I was glad they didn't do any like sexualized moments yeah. or whatever. Where they had that he... one match last year that was really bad like that. Yeah. Like that's, the... that's what turned me off to it. Yeah. I was like, I can't trust you guys with this. Yeah. Like, I don't trust any place to deal with gender in the right Mm -hmm. way in in pro wrestling Mm -hmm. but anyway the real main event was the triple threat which was incredible like it was a total spot fest a mega spot fest unlike unlike the nuanced storytelling Mm -hmm. of Samoa Joe and Sami Zayn it was just like dueling high spots of just there was one of my favorite bits was Mil Muertes versus Pentagon Jr. and Prince Puma defending the title and there has to be a winner no mm-hmm. no disqualification BS which I like the Matt Stryker said that before the match started mm-hmm. uh, but that Pentagon Jr. does a dive outside Prince Puma does mm-hmm. a dive outside onto Mill. then Pentagon goes back and he dives outside yeah. then Prince Puma dives outside again and it was just like so many dives and it was them trying to take out Mill who is the unstoppable monster yeah. man and also like the running down the rails Rana that Prince Puma mm-hmm. did was incredible I love Pentagon Jr. like he is like their stone cold Steve Austin now mm-hmm. while Prince Puma is this amazing superhero it's really great and then Mill beating them and pinning them at the same time yeah. Yeah. That also was that incredible. spear from like when uh, Pentagon had the arm breaker. Yeah, that was pretty rad. Uh, that was pretty but, rad. And Spears, are, he does a better spear than yeah. Roman Reigns, I'll say too. Well, he's no. also got editing to the show. Like, yeah, yeah, literally has a camera shake that accompanies his. Yeah. Uh, there's his one. Finisher. If there's one thing I don't like, it's not that the editing is obvious. There isn't really obvious editing, at least this week. What bothered me was. Those kicks never sound that good. Mm. Like, they're sweetening the kicks. Like, yeah. it's a chop sake film of, like, meat slapper kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. And it's it, it intensifies it. I get that. But it's just kind of, it takes you out of it, especially when there is literally a super kick party spot in it. And that's also just an annoyance of mine that, like, the super kick used to be a finisher. Yeah. And now every single, mm-hmm. like, half of all professional wrestlers do it now. Mm-hmm. And they do that. They do dueling super kicks to yeah. Mill. Uh, and just like kick him in the head like 18 times. Like, big ups on Mill for taking that many kicks yeah. to the head. I also like that Phoenix is cashing in, and that it seems like this is kind of a the end of the first act of the season. Yeah, I got that feeling like with the wrestlers they use. Like, every mm-hmm. week is like, this is a huge main event, and they are, but I worry that it's like, okay, these guys are here for these tapings. Like, yeah. are some people going to be Aerostar written off? But Aerostar isn't here yet for yeah, these tapings. Yeah, Rey Mysterio's not here yet. Mm-hmm. Famous B isn't here yet. With his Four, two, three, yeah. get fame. <laughs> Have you tried calling that? No. You get you get famous bees boys. But I do. Yep, it's a real it's a real number. But yeah, that feels like the end of a chunk of mm-hmm. Lucha Underground with Phoenix versus Mill for the title next yeah. week, and it's right before Aztec Warfare, which you got to believe was yeah. at the start of a new set of tapings. Totally, because that's when they'd have like a dozen new dudes. All right, so last week's question of the week was: What is an Oscar-winning interview or promo or in-ring happening? Hot that, times uh, day. Yeah. Uh, so Tranquil Bez uh, leads off with, uh, I have to go with CM Punk's pr- pipe bomb promo in 2011. CM Punk is known to speak his mind, for better or worse, and this time it was for better. It was a moment that no wrestling fan has uh, seen before or since. It was the start of the internet wrestling community getting their way. Too bad it's now resulted in the internet basically turning on the product. Though still buying it. Yeah. and We've turned on the product. We will give you $10 a month for the mm-hmm. network, but yeah. we really hate <laughs> this. Like. 
Uh, Type 40 Comic says, I don't know about Oscars, but I'd gladly give an MTV movie award for best fight to Stone Cold versus Booker T in the grocery store. It's still one of the most <laughs> memorable segments. <laughs> good one. <laughs> Clean up on aisle three. Uh, Throw the Gnome says, if we're speaking truly good acting, I have to give it to Mark Henry's fake retirement. It was totally unexpected, and Henry sell- sold it like an Oscar winner. I legitimately got misty when it happened. It was uh, greatest hook, line, and sinker moments I've ever witnessed. Bonus points for pulling it off in a Pepto-Bismol sports coat. It's the salmon jacket, man. It's yeah. so good. I got more left in the tank. Mm. I uh, hope he gets Texas real blood retirement. done right. Well, he went from that to eating a slice of pizza on Raw. Yep, like, he stole that. Somebody pizza. left I, his pizza here. I love Chicago free pizza. Mm-mm. Yeah, Bobo Hotep says, "I know there's many obvious choices, but I'm going to go with the Rhodes family from Battleground 2013 before their match with the Shield. It was an incredible mm. segment, and seeing the legendary Dusty Rhodes standing with his sons talking so passionately about family is something I'll never forget. That was." really great yeah, uh, match and like that. if the roads lose then Cody's fired uh, oh, everyone, yeah, all yeah. the roads are fired and then they yeah, finally beat the Shield who had really not been beaten that much by, at that point no the Shield were tag champs and they were yeah. kind of working for the oh. McMahons at that point I think I missed this pay-per-view entirely it was really good uh, Shabadoo Little says Ric Flair's Rumble win promo in 1992 is easily one of the greatest promos of all time. Mm. With little help from Bobby the Brain Heenan and Mr. Perfect, Flair, who had been parading with the WCW World Championship belt on WWE for months, finally won the WWE title. He put over the WWE in a big way, considering uh, uh, Flair, who was a megastar at the time, says that the WWE belt's the only one that matters. Flair, just coming off of an Iron Man spot in the Rumble, showed everyone why he's one of the greatest of all time. And put that cigarette out elevates the promo to its rightful place in history. With a tear in my eye. (laughs) This is the greatest moment of my life. And last but not least, Sensational actually had individual Oscar awards to give out. So Best Actor in a Leading Role, Shawn Michaels in WrestleMania 12 versus Bret Hart. Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Goldust uh, in a Tag Team with Booker T. (laughs) Best Actress in a Leading Role, Bailey winning the NXT Women's Title. Best actress in a supporting role, Sasha Banks in that same match. Best costume, Randy Savage. Best director, Vince McMahon, directing the end of the 2005 Royal Rumble with busted quads. Uh, best film editing, WWE in removing all botches from replays and making stuff look good at times when it was not. Yeah, they do that a lot. Uh, best foreign language film, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Best original song, Wrestle Rock Rumble. I don't know what that is, but I'll put it at the end of the episode. Uh, best original story: Daniel Bryan winning uh, the WWE title at WrestleMania 30. Best makeup: Finn Balor. Best sound editing: Kai and Tai. Best visual effect: Randy Savage's WrestleMania 3 promo. I'm guessing that's the one with the coffee creamer. Yeah, I think so. live action. Best live action short film: Neville hitting the red arrow. Uh, that's great. I Booker T yeah. thing reminded me there was one one funny bit on Raw. I think it was a pre-show. The Reddit pointed it out that one guy throws to the guy to Booker T mm-hmm. at, at ringside, and he's like, "Hey, back to you, GI bro." Uh. And Booker T was pissed. Like, <laughs> Booker T looked pissed. Wait a says, minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, Booker T like broke character. He's like, "I'm gonna talk to him after the show." I was <laughs> like, "Booker T is big on respect." This ha- I read about this the same time that people reminded uh, uh, me of the. Batista Booker T had a real fight backstage and it was because Booker T felt like you disrespected me you Mm -hmm. need to respect respect is so huge in the wrestling industry it's the people paved the road for you you've got to shake everybody's hand and respect him and ribbing Mm -hmm. Booker T on TV calling him a character he hates remembering I could see that pissing off yeah. the old timer. I would for a short film. I would give something to uh, Goldust and Stardust when they were doing their oh, yeah. just oh, all those biz- backstage bizarre yeah. cosmic key stuff. That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, so new question of the week. Uh, WWE announced that WrestleMania 33 is going to be in Orlando. Orlando. But, but part of that is there's a story uh, circulating that they're going to open a Hall of Fame, right. kind of, yeah, uh, yeah. a restaurant yeah. where like all Jesus of the Hall of Fame right. stuff so is. in Hollywood. Yeah, so on the uh, Universal, cool that. Yeah, Universal City Walk, mm-hmm. kind of part and parcel for like theme restaurants like that and Hall of Fames is that there's memorabilia everywhere. You go to the Baseball Hall of Fame, you see like bats that were like in the World Series and yeah. gloves from Golden Gloves winners. They make the Hall of Fame in this fashion. What's the item that you would most want to see on display there? Mm, boy. Could be a title, could be like a prop, mm. could be costume. Boy, that is a real tough one. And a prop. Oh, okay, I have one. Uh, but it would have to be an interactive mm. one. They would need to bring the uh, drivable rings mm-hmm. that uh, were in WrestleMania three that people stood uh, in and took yeah. them to the ring. Yeah. I would want to stand in one of those for just a photo op. Like mm, right. they could just make a fake one then too. Yeah. But those things were just so cool, and they only really had them there because the walk was just so mm-hmm. long. Like it made the one at WrestleMania last year look like nothing. And I wonder if it's going to be even that huge of a walk for the people at the the, the Jerry Dome this yeah. this year. Uh, I would like to see the glasses that Bret Hart still owes me <laughs> and they can put those in the Hall of Fame since mm-hmm. I'm apparently never getting them you do a heist movie just like stealing <laughs> Bret's glasses he still owes me however much that cost a year ago um, but I was Plus thinking, inflation. thinking of things like oh the crazy like ski goggle mm-hmm. glasses that Macho Man wore in a lot of those mm-hmm. promos in the 80s but then I'm like a lot of that stuff was so not like it wasn't a props department yeah. it, it was yeah, I bought this on the way yeah. to the ring. Still, what they do now is like I yeah. buy my costumes, and it's like so it's gone, right? It's not something that yeah. it was treasured and held on to. It probably got flushed through a toilet. Yeah. But uh, one random thing I would love to see is Starbird. Starbird. Oh, the the, the, the ladder, the bedazzled ladder. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, that was yeah. Great. Because uh, he debuted at WrestleMania 31, <laughs> and then uh, it died at WrestleMania 31. Yeah, and then he. You could see the dazzles flying yeah, off of it. But then he uploaded that, that night, uh, Stardust uploaded it, R.I.P. Starbird. And it had like the actual, <laughs> out, the, the minutes because it was so yeah. short-lived. It's like R.I.P. <laughs> 4.55 p.m. to 4.58 p.m. <laughs> um, mine is cliche, but it would be the Undertaker's urn. Like that would have to be the, oh, that would be the first yeah. thing you'd see in their like Arnold's mm. Terminator jacket that's on the wall yeah. at Planet Hollywood. It's like, I have to go to see that. And maybe also so everyone can kind of have the urn for a little bit. Uh, you know the uh, little things that rumble when your table is ready? Yeah. That oh, would yeah. be an urn, and it would oh, light yeah. up like yeah, the urn does uh, when it's yeah. opened. And, and I and assume they'd want to put, like, you know, here's an actual Austin 316, yeah. you know, the the vest that he wore. Yeah, and like the WrestleMania, guy. the last one. Oh, I yeah. also would like to see just – it doesn't need to be all four walls, mm. but one wall of classic blue bars yeah. uh, steel cage. I'd, I'd love oh, to see cool. that. That would be cool. And it would be nice if they uh like for Triple H each yeah. of his Conan style things like to have like oh here's oh yeah here's the yeah. 31 here's the 31 one here's the did you uh, see the um the warehouse the, there's that little yeah. they didn't do a lot of episodes but Joey Styles did a video series called the, in the WWE warehouse mm-hmm. where they have a lot of that stuff and mm-hmm. he also saw like here's the old Smackdown yeah. fist and oh, yeah. watch those you'll see a lot of the stuff they could put in the museum yeah. they have called it in your warehouse 
Uh, my warehouse? I'm tempted to yeah. go to that one only because that's an excuse to go to NXT yeah. and see it at full sale. It's an excuse to be at Mania again, and mm-hmm. it's an excuse like I'm pop by Epcot while I'm yeah. there. Now. Orlando is a whole like two week trip. Yeah, one week of it could be wrestling. That's, that would be pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. So that'll do it for G Podcast. Do you guys have some plugs you'd like to impart before we go? Uh, I'll say real quick. VG Empire is our game music podcast. We just did an episode about Zelda. It's our third Zelda episode in three years, so we took our time. But this gets us from Twilight Princess all the way up to link between worlds and then as always there's 30 2010 our weekly look back at what happened this week in the 86 96 and 2006 uh this week highlander is 30 years old and fargo came out 20 years ago this week wow uh well i wanted to mention cape crisis the comic book podcast and it's related media like the weekly superhero spotlight where we give a biography of a classic superhero in a in video form and we just did an amazing reaction video of uh, all the uh, to the new Civil War trailer that has Spider-Man in it. Our reactions are quite quite important and worth watching. But you also have visual aids to go with. Uh, oh, this is from that thing, and this yeah, is from that yeah. thing. So uh, you'll learn a lot, guys. Yeah. It's more than just like watching it with your dopey friends. We we help you out. <laughs> so, uh, Laser Time Network on YouTube. Yes, yes. and uh, also Talking Simpsons, the weekly exploration of every episode of The Simpsons, one at a time. Just did the Three Men in a Comic Book episode, and of course, Laser Time, the original podcast it started at all we did our pre-shame songs mm-hmm. or should i say your pre-shame <laughs> songs the listeners choices of songs that give them shame that were from before their birth and speaking of shame songs taking us out is the wrestle rock rumble i'm reading it right now and it's like the super bowl shuffle of wrestling Jeez. i right. i have to go watch this and then put this in because it looks amazing i'm big boss man and i'm here <laughs> to say i love being inducted in the hall of fame in a major way see ya this is Ken Resnick, and I'm here to say we've got the greatest wrestlers in the AWA. But you're not here to listen to me mumble. Let's fill you in on the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Get on! Wrestle Rock, be there. With the Midnight Rockers, Sean and Marty. We love to wrestle, and we love to party. You don't have to work. We're not going to bumble, because we'll, we'll be shaking to the, the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Ow! Wrestle Rock. I'm the shit, and that's not funny. I got my army a lot of money. If Ghani in my way, I make him crumble. He be sorry. I did the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Wrestle Rock, be there. I'm Jerry Blackwell. I want to see. I want to get my hands on that pencil neck geek. As I watch the EDF fumble, I'm going to make my splash in the Wrestle Rock Rumble. The AWA, you, me, and Wrestle Rock. Gunyan, I'm in a rage. I want Brody and I want him in a cage. I have flying dropkick will make him see double. I grind him up at the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Woo! Wrestle Rock. I'm Kurt Hennig and Big Scott Hall. Tag team champs will take on them all. So bring on the long riders, those dirt ball dumbos. We'll smear those bushes. Do the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a passion. I'll get the title back from the humanoid Hanson. I've got the brains and I'm not humble. I'll take the belt back and do the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Wrestle Rock, April 20th, at the Dome. Wrestle Rock, 86, be there.
the fist, so I won't be through till I get done slapping around Scott and the Duke. Gonna beat the ugly bartender into a bundle and laugh all the way doing Wrestle Rock Rumble. Ow! This game talk got a mouth that won't quit, but I'm Scott and the Duke and wanna smack a little shit. And when I'm through, you won't be able to mumble. I'll be left alone doing the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Yeah! Just one last word from the former champ, Burn, but give a lot of thought to one more turn. There's some old scores that still give me trouble, and I'm starting to get the urge to do the Wrestle Rock Rumble. So there you have it, and now you know them. And on April 20th, it's at the Dome. So get your tickets to be under the bubble, because you two can be doing the Wrestle Rock Rumble. Do it! Uh -huh. Wrestle Rock Rumble. Rock Rumble. Uh. Uh. Rock Rock Rumble.